I just surrendered. I didn't want to hurt anyone. My boyfriend. He didn't understand. It was this incredible struggle. I didn't want to hurt my parents. He said it's your decision. And my baby and I lost. I thought my parents would kill me. Your decision. His code for do it. I I didn't want to hurt anybody. What are you going to do, he'd say. Not him. But I ended up hurting myself. Come on, he goes, yes or no. Everyone ended up getting hurt. Let's go, he says, yes or no. I just wanted to disappear. Something inside dies after an abortion. If you're suffering because of an abortion, you may feel alone, but you're not. There are people who understand and can help. Call 888-456-HOPE. You make a choice. What they didn't tell me. And you live with it. Was that the yes was so forever. Don't suffer alone. Call 888-456-HOPE. A message from Project Rachel. My name is Father Craig Vosick. I'm the MC for this afternoon's event. I'm the chaplain for the athletic department at the University of Mary. I'm originally from the state of Minnesota, Diocese of Crookston, but I'm on loan to assist at the University of Mary. I'm delighted to be with you today. I want to say a quick hello to everybody who is here, but also to all those who are listening on Real Presence Radio throughout North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Upper Iowa, Wisconsin, Montana, uh, Wyoming, uh, Southern, Southern uh, Canada, wherever they might be listening, over two million people could be listening right now on Real Presence Radio. They're joined with you here locally. Everybody on the radio, I, I wish you were here. I wish you saw what I see. So many people here at the capital uh, in Bismarck of North Dakota. This is fantastic. At the steps of the Capitol, surrounded by a massive group of pro-life people. I want to try something to make sure that you're all here. If you're from Minot, can I hear you? Love that. Anyone from Dickinson here? Okay. How about Fargo? Lovely. How about anyone from Bismarck? How about this? Anybody who cares at all about the pro-life movement, are you here? I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Today we gather as a peaceful, prayerful people, a positive witness to the dignity and value of every human life to stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. We heard the audio clip played right before the rally. The promo theme for this year's National March for Life in Washington, D.C. The theme this year, Life Unites. It's true. Life Unites. Right now, a small group of dedicated pro-life advocates are marching in our nation's capital. While the National uh, March for Life has been moved to a virtual format and in so many cities across America people are gathering, there is a small coalition gathered today marching at our nation's capital. We're united with them, and they are united with us. Everyone, I want to offer a special greeting on behalf of Senator Kramer, on behalf of the bishops of North Dakota, Bishop Folda, who wanted to be here, wasn't able to be here. Bishop Kagan is here. We're so grateful for his presence. Bishop Folda wanted very much to be here, and he wanted to send a message sending his blessings to all who are gathered. Also noticeably missing is our very own Monsignor James Shea, president of the University of Mary. The reason for his absence is because he was asked to be part of this small pro-life coalition, asked by the National March for Life to join a group of dignitaries representing all pro-life Americans at a private march this afternoon in D.C. 
He walks in solidarity with us right now. On his way to the Supreme Court building, where he will lay a rose on the front steps. And so he has asked me to ask you and to let you all know of his prayers and support and that he carries your hopes and prayers with him, with that coalition on their march in D.C. Life unites. So here we are gathered, united today at our state capitol. We are united in our desire to see an end in abortion in our nation. We are united in our love of every single life at every stage of life. We have a great lineup for our rally this afternoon, but first let's begin with prayer. We want to take a moment to unite ourselves in prayer. We turn to our creator and we ask for his blessing and guidance. So I would like to welcome Bishop David Kagan to the podium to lead us in prayer. Bishop Kagan was ordained a priest for the Diocese of Rockford in 1975, named to the Diocese of Rockford until he served in the Diocese of Rockford until October of 2011, and he was named the seventh bishop of the Diocese of Bismarck. He just celebrated Holy Mass at the cathedral with so many of you, and he gave a beautiful homily. In that homily, he said, there may be a lot of people who don't like what they see today, but they see what you're doing today. They are taking notice of what you are doing today. Whether they like it or not, they see it. So your presence and your positive, prayerful support, your peaceful march matters. So, Bishop Kagan, thank you for being with us and leading us in prayer. Let us pray the prayer Pope St. John Paul II concluded that magnificent encyclical, The Gospel of Life, with. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Mary, bright dawn of the new world, mother of the living, to you do we entrust the cause of life, Look down, O Mother, upon the vast numbers of babies not allowed to be born, of the poor whose lives are made difficult, of men and women who are victims of brutal violence, of the elderly and the sick killed by indifference or out of misguided mercy. Grant that all who believe in your Son may proclaim the gospel of life with honesty and love to the people of our time. Obtain for them the grace to accept that gospel as a gift ever new, the joy of celebrating it with gratitude throughout their lives, and the courage to bear witness to it resolutely in order to build together with all people of goodwill the civilization of truth and love, to the praise and glory of God, the creator and lover of life. Amen. Thank you, Bishop Kagan, for leading us in prayer and for your support of the March for Life. Your support has been critical in the planning of today's event. Our next speaker has also been very supportive of the pro-life cause. He doesn't just speak pro-life, he lives pro-life. 
The next speaker, our very own Senator Kevin Kramer, served three terms as North Dakota's at-large member of the United States House of Representatives, elected to the United States Senate on November 6, 2018. Committees that he has served on, the Armed Services, Environment and Public Works, Veterans Affairs, Banking, Housing and Urban Affairs, and Budget. He's a graduate of Concordia College with a master's from the University of Mary, conferred the degree of Doctor of Leadership honoris causa by the University of Mary. He's a native of Kindred, North Dakota. Kevin and his wife, Chris, have two adult sons, Isaac, who passed away in early 2018, and Ian. Two adult daughters, Rachel and Annie, a 12-year-old son, Abel, two granddaughters, Lila and Willa, and three grandsons, Bo, Nico, and Chet. Senator Kramer, thanks so much for being here. Let's welcome him. Wow. You guys, you know what's so great about being up here right now isn't that I get to talk to you, it's that I get to see you all. I wish everybody could see this. And you know what's so amazing to me, and what I can't wait to tell all my friends back in Washington about, particularly those from southern states, this testimony speaks volumes by virtue of the snow and the temperature, and by the youthfulness of it. It is very, very encouraging. So thank you for this great opportunity. Um, greetings to everybody listening on Real Presence Radio. Um, I love Real Presence Radio. Grateful for your ministry. Thank you for carrying this. Bishop, always great to be with you. Uh, Pastor Richie as well. And, and to all, all of my, um, I guess I can call you, can I call you colleagues or peers at the University of Mary? I'm, yeah, I am so honored. I am so grateful for my relationship with the University of Mary. Chris and I have both uh, taught at Mary. We've both been uh, worked in, in administration at Mary. We're both boosters of Mary and, and really, really grateful for, for the testimony and the witness of the University of Mary, and not just in this community. And I've always loved the Benedictine Sisters' um, definition of community. But boy, it's getting to be a really big community, and that's really, really cool. Um, just as Jesus said, uh, you know, your neighbor's not confined to a neighborhood. Um, community's not confined to just a geographic location. And today is certainly a testimony of that. Um, I just, you should know, I, I visited with Monsignor Shea this morning. Um, well, I get the great honor and blessing and really good fortune of being able to leave Washington to be here with you. He has the misfortune of having to go to Washington and, and be where I usually hang out. But, but it's a sacrifice for sure. And I'm really, really grateful for his friendship and his pastoral care in my life. You guys, I am your senator in no small part because of this issue of life. It may surprise you, and maybe it won't. Of all of the millions of dollars spent on an election a couple of years ago, by far the most impactful television ad didn't feature me at all. It featured my two daughters and my yet-to-be-born at the time granddaughter, Willa, who's now two years old. It resonated with people that that life was at the heart of the very first right that was 
enumerated by our founders in our Declaration of Independence. Not insignificant and not accidental. And so I'm your senator today, not just because of a really good TV ad, although it was a really good TV ad. <laughs> and it, it did testify to the importance of life in my life. But because of the issue of life and because we have the great blessing of living in and I have the honor of representing a pro-life state. Yes, North Dakota is a pro-life state. So it's kind of easy to be a pro-life politician in a pro-life state. It really is. But when you lead with your chin, it helps to know that you've got a lot of pro-life young people that have your back. You know what I'm saying? You're holding us accountable as well as having our backs. And I, that's important on a day like this. As we commemorate while we celebrate, we commemorate the very dark side of our nation's history, and that is the passage of uh, the ruling in Roe v. Wade. But the result of Roe v. Wade was that pro-life states like North Dakota had to offer abortions. And if Roe v. Wade would one day be overturned, that means we don't have to, but other states still will. And so your testimony has to go well beyond political activism and go to the ministry of the heart. And your testimony today really speaks to mine and I think speaks to lots of... You, you said it very well, Father. Regardless of what side people might be on, they're seeing you today. And that makes a difference. You're speaking to their hearts by your presence here. But back to political activism for a moment. Because it is important. You know, I had the, the great fortune the last couple of years of, of, of being part of 22 pro-life pieces of legislation. Pieces of legislation that in some cases got a majority of the vote in the Senate but could never get the 60 votes necessary to become law. That doesn't mean we stop introducing them. In fact, already this year, I've sponsored or been a co-sponsor of 16 more pro-life pieces of legislation. I'm sure none of which will ever have a hearing now because politics does matter. But just to let you know how tough it is, and, and people, I'm gonna end with an encouraging word, but before I get to that word, you need to know that we're in a real battle right now. In the first 24 hours of being the president of the United States, our current president announced the fact that he was going to, in the matter of days, and he did yesterday, repeal the Mexico City, um, the Mexico City policy. That is the policy that prevented your tax dollars from being used to kill babies in every other country of the world. Imagine such a notion. Imagine that that could even be controversial. And yet yesterday, our president signed an executive order repealing that prohibition on using American taxpayer dollars to abort babies in other countries. So this is where the rubber meets the road. It really does matter that we're active, that we have our politicians, our pro-life politicians back, that you hold us accountable, and that others see your witness so that they might elect pro-life, other pro-life members of the legislature and the Congress and governors and, and elective office all over the country. In addition to all of that, 
you should know that we've just finished four years where our former president, Donald Trump, nominated and the United States Senate confirmed 175 federal district judges, 54 appellate judges, and three Supreme Court justices, and it makes a difference. It matters. And that should serve as a word of encouragement. The other word of encouragement I want to leave you with is this. We're winning this battle. You know, there's a lot of areas where it feels like we're just sliding downhill. But this is an issue where we're winning the day. Year after year, day after day, court case after court case, scientific discovery after scientific discovery. Hearts one at a time. We're winning this battle. And that should serve as an encouragement to stay in it. And my final word of encouragement is this. No matter who you are, no matter what you believe, no matter what you've ever done in your life, the God of life, the God of life that created you and created all of us has so much grace that it supersedes your greatest sin. And we should be encouraged by that. Thank you. God bless you. God bless North Dakota. And God bless the United States of America. Thank you, Senator. Thank you so much. That very encouraging, uh, uh, a possible future in, in preaching. It's beautiful, magnificent, laboring for souls. We're winning this battle. I love that. Thank you so much for that rousing and encouraging message. I want to reconnect with everybody here, uh, everybody listening at Real Presence Radio throughout uh, Upper Midwest. You are joined in to a live uh, celebration and rally and support of life to all these thousand people gathered here on the, on the mall of the state of North Dakota. We are embark- about to embark on a very particular centerpiece of our rally, friends. It's going to be a two minutes of silence, which is like 20 hours in modern America. Feels like it. But two minutes is going to be significant for us today in prayer and commemoration of lives lost to abortion. Why two minutes? Since Roe versus Wade in 1973, there have been over 60 million abortions in the United States of America. So if we were to spread that over two minutes, which is short, two minutes of silence equals 500,000 abortions Per second. So if we pause in silence for two minutes, every second we mark 500,000 lives lost. So we're going to hold it out in solidarity and remembrance and in honor of the cause for life. Here's how we're going to do this it's going to be silent, but it's going to be effective and it's going to be visual. We're going to ask you to put on your hashtag ND March for Life mask. If you, brought, if you brought ribbon, as you were asked, please hold one end and pass the other to a friend. You can start doing that now. Then you're going to stand six feet apart from each other. So sp- start spreading out now. We're going to spread across the mall, six feet apart. Each foot of ribbon that you're going to be spreading across those gathered here will represent 10 million lives. 
Standing six feet apart with masks on has become a sign of the COVID pandemic. Today, we transform that into a sign of prayer, unity, and commemoration for 62 million lives that never got to speak. So please join me here on the mall for two minutes of silence and of prayer, after which Pastor Keith Ritchie will lead us in prayer. We begin now. All those on our listening audience, again, this is Father Craig Vosick, live at the North Dakota Capitol. We had just embarked upon two minutes of silence here on the mall. There's a thousand people supporting the pro-life movement uh, standing before the Capitol building, joined by Bishop Kagan, Pastor Keith Ritchie, and Senator Kramer. And we are marking uh, two minutes of silence. The reason for this two minutes of silence, as we mentioned live, was that there are 62 million lives lost since Roe versus Wade. When you spread that over two minutes, that represents 500,000 lives per second. So, each second, one second, two seconds, three seconds. It's like this, half a million, one million, one and a half million, etc., it takes about 12 seconds at this pace to equal the total number of lives lost in the Holocaust. Statistically, abortion is number one cause of death in the United States. More abortions each year than heart attacks or cancer deaths or any other cause of death. There are more abortion deaths per year than the total number of Americans' lives lost in combat. Hear this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, you took our human nature upon yourself. You shared our life and death, our childhood and our adulthood. You also shared our time in the womb while still God, while worshipped and adored by the angels, while almighty and filling every part of the universe. You dwelt for nine months in the womb of Mary. You were our Redeemer in the womb, our God who was a preborn child. Lord Jesus, we ask you to bless and protect the children who today are in their mother's wombs. Save them from the danger of abortion. Give their mothers the grace to sacrifice themselves pray. in body and soul for Our their Holy children. Father, Help all people to recognize in the preborn child a brother, so a sister saved by you, a redeemer in the womb. Amen. Let's go back to the live coverage. Words for what our hearts feel at this moment. But we come before your glorious throne to ask for the strength that you gave Samson, that we might continue to be a light to a dark, dark world around us. We come for wisdom, Father. Wisdom to know the right words, to share the good news, to share that life matters to those who need to know it. Father, so many babies, so many lost lives. Our silence is a cry out to the world. Our silence is remembering where our power comes from. For many times, silence means more than words. Now, Father, bless each man and woman, each child, each student that is gathered here today. Give them the wisdom to be your light in this dark, dark world. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you, Pastor Richie, for leading us in prayer. Being a pastor is Dr. Keith Richie's second career. 
worked in the corporate world for 24 years before answering God's call to become a minister. He's the pastor of Cornerstone Community Church in Bismarck, and he helps coordinate chaplains praying during the legislative sessions. So thank you so much, Pastor Richie. Well, we're going to wrap this up. We want to thank everyone for being here, for the powerful two minutes of silence, wherein we honored and commemorated and marked with solemnity the dignity of human life. Before we leave, what comes next? There's a 40 Days for Life campaign, February 17th through March 28th, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's on the corner of 6th and Boulevard, which is right behind you. 40daysforlife.com to find out more. Special thanks, if you want to hoot, if you're a part of this, that'd be great. Special thanks to the Diocese of Bismarck and Fargo. Special thanks to the University of Mary. Special thanks to St. Mary's Central High School. To Bishop Ryan. To Shanley. To Trinity. To Shiloh High Schools. St. Mary's Academy. (laughs) The police... The Family Policy Alliance of North Dakota, Real Presence Radio, thank you so much for carrying this coverage live. To all those on the planning committee, I want to thank you all. My hands are freezing. I want to thank you all for coming and for braving a January winter day. It's truly bitter, uh, but it's great that we're here. I'm going to explain our closing song as we get sent out. This song was written by one of our committee members as we were preparing for this march. Tim Mosier was deeply impacted during one of the committee meetings, and he wrote a song that got to the heart of what we are about here today. So you're going to hear this song, recently written. The song is called, I Am Alive. It is written from the perspective of an unborn baby speaking to his mother during an ultrasound visit. So one last time, everybody, if you're here, can I hear you? Fabulous. Thank you so much. Let's hear this song, I Am Alive. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. Helpless and alone, I lie and wait. You see my heart beat, but you hesitate. Set me from above Oh, I pray that you will see I am alive I am a person My right to life Is freely given By God above Who reigns in heaven The God of peace the God of love Can you feel the rhythm of my dreams Deep within you take another glance I got so much love to live I got so much love to give Won't you please give me chance I am alive I am a person my right to life is freely given from God above who reigns in heaven the God of peace the God of love
And that concludes our coverage here on the Real Presence Radio Network of the North Dakota March for Life. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. You can find a recording of this March for Life under audio highlights on the Real Presence Radio website, realpresenceradio.com. That'll be posted later, uh, probably early next week. You can also go watch the live stream on our Facebook page, Real Presence Radio Network, and YouTube channels there. We'll now send it back to EWTN Programming. Have a great rest of your day.